right, welcome back, everybody. It's The Wrap, Tom Azoway, alongside Clarence Black, NRM Streamcast. We're brought to you by Warren RV Storage. They are on 14 Mile Road in Warren, 6900 East 14 Mile Road, to be exact, corner of Van Dyke and 14 Mile. They have 24-hour security camera surveillance, gates operational 24-7. they got about 1,000 storage sites. So if you got your RV and it's in the driveway and it's in the neighbor's way and stuff like that, Get it into Warren RV Storage. They'll take great care of you. 12 feet wide parking spaces, 30 feet wide aisles. So lots of room there. Make sure you ask for Roger Z and the crew at Warren RV. Tell them Maz and Clarence sent you. There is a referral fee if you do send somebody there. So you'll have a little something extra in your Christmas stocking. We're going to have uh, uh, Marcus Ray on for just a few minutes. Then you get into your whole basketball what? spiel. Now you going to blame take me up, for that. You take up half the damn thing talking about basketball. Bro, I just basketball got gray hairs in my beard because of the last thing he said <laughs> for we broke, I know. man. And we got Marcus Ray from the University of Michigan. Won a national championship behind my favorite coach, Lloyd Carr, in 1997. And uh, we talked about Michigan-Ohio State being canceled. First time since 1906. Buckeyes obviously have owned the uh, rivalry for the past 17 years. Michigan still leads this thing, 58, 51, and yeah, 6. Man, but, but that's that. And that's, that's old school. Yeah, that's old school. That's when, we did, when we did talk to Marcus our last show, we were talking about who can possibly coach here. And he had a nice little list, and he kind of let it off with Urban Meyer. Welcome back to Marcus Ray, first of all. Marcus, thanks for doing this for us, man. Uh, anytime, fellas. You know, working from home, but you know, I can always multitask a little bit. I know you've been coaching high school and uh, watching your son, and you're saying that uh, Ohio State might be looking his way here pretty soon. Yeah, well, I actually haven't coached, but I um I ain't coached in ten years, but I, I oh, I, I thought you've been son. doing it. Okay, you're training your son. I got you. Yeah, every time, yeah, I, every time I, just, I asked you to do the show, you were always coaching or doing something. That's why I said that. Well, <laughs> yeah, well, well, I was uh, I was doing pee wee last year for my for my fifth graders team. Uh, there you go. And he's Mark Jackson. I mean, he is. I mean, he is lights out. So I was running the spread offense, ran it up it. on everybody. <laughs> I love they it. Man. Me. <laughs> I dig it, man. So Michigan's next head coach. We talked about it. Jim Harbaugh's probably going to resign. No, it's unfortunate. But you had a couple of guys in mind. You, you mentioned Eric Bieniemy, the Kansas City Chiefs offensive coordinator. Uh, you think if he doesn't get a pro job, which he probably will, yeah. he would think of coming to college. And then you mentioned Uncle Urban, Urban Meyer. Yeah, because Michigan needs a guy that can solve their problems. Um, and I don't. And I, I think what they're doing now is choosing to extend the pain. Um, you know, just making people rich and not getting any results. I think if Michigan wants to win truly, because I don't know, I don't know how important football is anymore. I think Michigan football is getting beat down into submission. But you can't win a conference that you dominated for years, and then you can't win it. You, you, everybody else can get a piece except you. I mean, everybody can go to Indianapolis. Everybody can be in in the mix, but not you. And so now, I, I, I think Michigan is content with being nine and three. And they're saying, don't talk about Ohio State. Uh, get Michigan State, you know, two out of three, depending on who's the home team. Same way with Wisconsin and Penn State. Take your nine and three. Uh, you get 13 games. You might be able to win that bowl game. And then you, you say, hey, we had a 10-win season. That's what Michigan is hiding behind. Because Michigan feels like even when they stink, they smell good. And they don't. So a guy like Urban Meyer, I think, a proven winner. He could solve it. He could get in there and figure out organizationally what's wrong. Then uh, a guy like Eric Bieniemy, I think it'd be a great, it'd be a great hire for uh, Ward Manuel, 
just just to jump out there and say, I want Michigan to have a black coach that's 50 years old. How about that? Change the entire Marcus, I'm glad you mentioned that. So one of our good friends of the show who's been on with us, Larry Lee, uh, former former player with the Lions, former VP with the Lions. He currently works with the Fritz Pollard Alliance. And I remember talking to him, you know, about diversity in the NFL and opportunities. As, as much as Eric Bieniemy would be great at Michigan, do you think, though, because, again, everybody's got him kind of shoot in to not just take an NFL head coach position but be successful do you think that for purposes of diversity and where things need to go, that he would be better served with success at the NFL level as a head coach? Or do you think that he would be better served to have success at the college level? Again, as it pertains to just that image of a head coach, um, you know, in, in either college or the pro, man. I mean, what do you, what do you, what do you think? I think actually – uh, better served is a good guy. I, I think he'll be successful at either. I think he has the personality. He's played both. He's coached both. At one point, he was the number one college recruiter in the country, when he was, which is what Michigan is completely lacking. And when they had that guy, Tyrone Wheatley, they ran him out of there too. So I, I just think, Eric, if he can put a college staff together, that's the most important thing that you can do. It's not him, but the guys he brings in with him. But so – I think he would be good at, in college because he can recruit, and I think his offense would be unstoppable. And then you'll start getting a, a Lamar Jackson at Michigan uh, or, or a guy like Justin Fields, and you can build around it. And guys want to play for people who have uh, who had success, recent success in the NFL. Like, I think Mike Tomlin, you know, Michigan should just throw $12 million at Mike Tomlin. Worst case, he'll take it. <laughs> just, just, just offer him the Gruden contract just to let the world know we're not afraid to offer a black coach. A successful young black coach that's you know we think michigan's better than pittsburgh come take this job but what it'll do is it'll get some of those names like wait a minute but on a pro level i think eric Bieniemy will be just fine i don't know see in college they'll give him time to build in nfl if he's five and 11 in year one four and 12 in year two they're going to get him out yep so so he has more of a a window in college to make it happen than he would in the NFL. So that's why I think he would be more successful. That's why I think college would be better for him. No question about that, man. You don't have much of a shelf life in the NFL. Bill Parcells was like, you know, inches from being fired as a New York Giants head coach, unless until he put that one good season together and got them going and got them over the hump. You don't, you don't have a big shelf life in the NFL. I just don't know. They're not gonna, they don't take chances, man. You have to be a Michigan man. You got to do this. You got to be this. They're going to give Harbaugh another another opportunity. The guy, he look he looks vacant. The the players don't even aren't playing for him. Why would they re up this guy? What's the what's the big deal? Why can't you just part company? Well, because they're afraid. See, War Manuel played with Harbaugh. He didn't hire him. My thing was, you don't have to rehire the guy. Right. You don't have to. So he basically is rehiring them, but I don't know if they have a guy. And see, this is why I think this is a year or two premature. What I think should have happened was War Manuel should have said, no extension, we're going to judge you off of next year. We're going to try to get through this COVID thing, and if you're 4-4 four and four by Halloween, then we're just going to make the announcement that we're not going to bring you back. But that will give Michigan 12 months, 12 months to legitimately do their homework Hey, hey, if Harbaugh happened to win a Big Ten championship, then you extend the guy. But if he's showing you what he's showing you now, then you don't extend. 
So Michigan's rewarding a guy um, that, that that hasn't done anything. Well, they can offer and, him, Marcus, they can offer him, but look, the fact of the matter is he's got to – look, the New York Jets have a dollar amount in mind. Okay? Like, let's be honest. The New York Jets have a dollar amount in mind that they are more than likely going to – whether discreetly or indiscreetly, present to him. The Jacksonville Jaguars have a dollar amount. The Atlanta Falcons have a dollar. Like, he is – if Jim Harbaugh comes back, he, he it will be him accepting an offer, and it will be him turning down an NFL offer. But he's at the lowest point right now. He, he He's a I'm, buy I'm low guy. I'm telling you he's not, man. I, I And, again, in NFL circles, he is still – there is still a mystique to his ability to turn things around. And if you are any of those teams, Arthur Blank doesn't need – Arthur Blank right now, they're as far removed from that Super Bowl as you can be. The Jets are as far removed from respectability. The Jaguars were damn near – what were they, a, like a, a, a less than less than four minutes away yeah, from, from a Patriots. Super Bowl? Yeah. So you need somebody that can come in and you're talking about a, a, a Armageddon asteroid. And if Jim Harbaugh is nothing else, he has shown – that he can in the NFL, man, like the Duke, he can do, he can be a short term burst. Is he a long term solution? Has, has not shown that, but any of those three teams just need somebody to come in. How about the Lions? And be a bomb. Oh, God. <laughs> I cry, man. Marcus, man. I would cry, bro. I mean, you know, we could take this twofold, man. We need a coach here in Detroit, too. Yeah, I think Detroit needs to be patient. I, I think Eric might be your guy. Be, believe it or not, just hold tight for a second. And you, and you might get what you're looking for, man. Um, but Detroit a little funny, man. They be pulling, they, they just kind of be pulling the trigger <laughs> at the wrong time on people, man. They but don't do anything don't right. Know, and I don't know if Jim's name is really as hot as people like like Clarence was just saying. I don't know. If, I don't know if everybody's still beating his door down. I'm with I, you. I just I don't see it. And because they don't now. But I'm gonna tell you what it's like though. It's like dating that girl that you always liked from high school, and you don't care what the situation is. You just want to you just want to crack at it, and that's probably more what the interest would be in Jim Harbaugh, maybe, or just because it was Harbaugh, and we tried. But man, I just I just don't think it's there, man. At least not at the college game. But I don't. He might have success in the, in the NFL, but I don't think he's a hot. He, I don't think he's a got a must have guy right now. Let me throw one name out at you, Marcus, and I want to see is just your initial reaction is as a Michigan, Michigan alum. For Michigan. Michigan. Okay. Uh, young, black, offensive coordinator, Byron Leftwich. Answer will be no. And I, and I like Byron. Byron's down there with my family. My family right now, when I say family, my, my football brethren are, are down in Tampa. Tom Brady, Larry Foote's the linebacker coach. Right. Antonio Brown at Central Michigan. I got plenty of love for Byron and all those guys. So I'm a Bruce Arians kind of guy, right? So but I don't think Leftwich would be a good head coach right now in uh, at Michigan. But I, but on those lines, I think Tyrone Wheatley would be a nice fit too if we want to stick with the Michigan thing. But I also know he was a top recruiter. And, and see, Tyrone would have to put a staff together and then have an old, wily, cagey, veteran coach that's been around 30 years telling them, no, you might not want to say that. But I've seen guys like him. If Tyrone had a guy behind him like that, he would put Michigan right back at the top of the list. Man, that'd be good to hear. I wouldn't I wouldn't wow. mind I wouldn't mind taking a shot on Ty. 
I really would not. Yeah. <laughs> I'm telling you. And and wow. he walks in with credibility, man. So Tyrone Wheatley would or would be a dark horse for me. Um, you know, I mean it's, it's some other guys out there too, man, but how about this Matt Campbell? Circuit, how about this Matt Campbell guy from Iowa State that's getting all this play? No, that's that's just another rich ride high. Right. That's just a yeah. John late. And they don't play no defense. Right. So you this mentioned Marcus, you mentioned uh, you mentioned Urban Meyer. Heard one of the mm-hmm. other national guys talk about a Luke Fickle, but his exact words were, you would be talking about a DNA switch for both of them. And he questioned whether both of them could make that just DNA switch to go from yeah. the, you know, the scarlet. From black to, the, to white. I mean, just. That's it. Would, because, again, and, and both of them would be dead, right? I mean, they would be effectively deceased to those fan bases. In I mean, Ohio? Luke Fickle would oh, be yeah. I mean, effectively deceased. Am I wrong? What are your thoughts on that? <laughs> uh, Luke, um, maybe not. Um, because it's almost, I mean, he's young. It would be a great opportunity. And, and, and it's a job. And, and I don't think there's he has to worry about any money or loyalty. They won't turn on him. Because if that's the case, they would have brought him in last year. Or two years ago, right when Urban was stepping down, go get looped in, right? If, you, if that's who you really want, now Ohio State got the right guy for the situation. But Ohio State's that bins that's already well put together. Don't matter who's driving it right now, and and and, and they got one rule: don't f this up. So whoever you are, just take the keys and bring it back in good shape. <laughs> but, but, but I think too, for Urban, it wouldn't surprise anybody. See, Urban Meyer has a philosophy like this, and this is what I like about Urban. Uh, years ago, we clinicked with him, and uh, and he said, uh, somebody said, well, how do you hire your coaches? He said, well, when I left the MAC and went to the WAC, I left the MAC coaches in the MAC. When I went to Florida and left Utah, I left the WAC coaches in the WAC. <laughs> so what that told me is everywhere he went, he knew what he needed for that level and who he needed to bring in. Yeah. So when he got to Florida, he put the staff together, and he saw what happened, and then and then he takes a year off, and then he – you know, it, it just don't run forever with Urban. We just need – Michigan needs a guy like Urban that can get in there and win and make you a national contender and then give us the five, six years of been going back on TV. That's yeah. all Michigan's looking for is a good five, six-year run just to feel relevant. Yeah. Just to Urban get back at it. Yeah, to get back – you know, I like the guy that Michigan State hired. I, I look at Mel Tucker, and I, I see a football guy. He reminds me of like a Mike Tomlin. I mean, I, I just love his look. I love his passion. What do you think of Mel Tucker's hire? I love Mel Tucker, man. I thought that was a great hire. I actually thought Larry Foote was going to be his defensive coordinator. Then I might have joined the staff. Wow. I mean, it was we. Hey, we had it working now. Wow. You can see me in that green white coach. Oh. The DB. <laughs> oh, that's a killer. There you go. That's a killer. <laughs> hey, oh. hey, man, I'm just out here, man. They don't show me no love no more. That's why I talk what I talk. I hear you, man. I hear you. I love, I love hearing the truth from you. So Mel Tucker – is going to rule the roost here between Michigan and Michigan State. Is that what you're telling me? Probably not. I I, I think it'll, he's not going to have D'Antonio's success, but I do think that he's going to get one every other year. It's going to be about 50-50. But see, the culture at Michigan State has changed in the last 15 years. It's That, that game for Michigan State, they expect to win. Back in the day, they hoped to win. And they would get one every, every so often. But now the culture, when they look at Michigan is, because those kids wearing that uniform now, they grew up watching Michigan State win this game. Correct. So, and they're going to Michigan State to play against Michigan. 
Amen. So you got to understand, Mel Tucker, all he got to do is keep that going, that, you know what, we're supposed to win this game. This is a game on our schedule that we – and that's probably what he told those guys when they went in there and whooped them this year. 24-point no underdog. 24-point yeah. underdog. And they and they kicked their ass. So Marcus yeah, is not I – mean, you look around, it's not just Michigan. People are talking about a number of schools, a, num- a number of these quote-unquote traditional powers. You know, what is your take on what has happened, you know, uh, at, at USC? You know, Tom Herman is reportedly, you know, on the hottest seat you can have at, at Texas. you talk about the U. I mean, the, how, how the kind of the hits that, that, they've, that they've taken. Tennessee, which is a historically phenomenal program with resources. What is your take on, on the fall of these – Michigan, obviously. What is your take on the fall of these dominant powers? And, again, does this just go back – plainly and simply to losing in the living room or what's happening. I mean, what don't these what aren't these big schools getting that you can't just roll out of bed and say, hey, I'm Tennessee. College football playoff. See, when that started, that separated the great from everybody else. And there's only four seats at the table. There's always five or six that probably can dance. And if you don't make the playoff, really you become irrelevant. Yep. If, if you know this isn't Pete Carroll when those guys were getting voted in and Reggie Bush and all that and Vince Young in Texas, you know when they were handpicking one and two and all that team because the foot because college football playoff ain't nothing but the BCS plus two, correct? And, and 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 when you go back and study the bowl coalition and the bowl alliance, it's always been set up for the the the, the, the pack and the Big Ten to go west and everybody else play for the coaches championship. And so that's why you're seeing two teams in the playoff from the SEC from those coalition conferences. Go Google that, and you'll be very surprised at that. With that being said, if you're not in the playoff, you're not you're not elite. So if you're if USC is walking around here talking about we're elite, if Michigan is saying, "Well, it's our tradition," I mean, you ain't want to. I mean, you got one national title in seventy two years, dog. Is that elite? Or are you are, are you selling these kids? See, the culture has changed in the country. Football has changed. We got guys on TV with beards and dreads. Yeah, man, you know, at one point you had to go with booty face. You had to be clean. <laughs> no now, now everything, everything's on you now. So if you're not up to speed with what's, how this game is being played, like Harbaugh's still throwing the ball to fullbacks. <laughs> I, I'm watching the game, and all I'm hearing is Ben Mason. Oh. If that's your star player as a fullback, then you're behind the times, Jack. That Wisconsin game, that Wisconsin game, I think, set back football like 30 years. Just watching that Wisconsin oh. game, I had to turn it off. Oh, man, that, that, that was so bad. And Wisconsin really ain't even that good. That's no. the sad part. Yeah. In the last couple of games, can't cover the spread, getting beat, slapped around. It's kind of like, oh, this is crazy. But USC and Miami, all the teams, if you're not in the playoffs, you're not elite. You are not elite if you don't have college football. That's why I was happy when Michigan State won, because that validated. When Michigan State went to the playoff, even though I think the year before they would have won it all, if, if, if you know they were one pass interference call away from going undefeated, they was going to beat whoever they played. If it, it could have been a tournament, they, they would have beat Jameis Winston and those guys. Yeah. Uh, Michigan State was the best team in the country in 2013. But they were a year late with that playoff, and and – you know, Ohio State went or whatever. The Michigan State went a couple years later. When D'Antonio pulled that off, it solidified. It put a stamp on 
his legacy and Michigan State's program that who else in the Big Ten can say that they went to the college football playoff in the last six years besides Ohio State? That's wow. it. But you're not elite. You're, you're an elite with lip service. You're living off of Charles Woodson and Tom Brady when they played there. If that's your if that's your selling ticket, and you didn't use Jabril Peppers right, he was a he was he was a two way guy that was he was really Reggie Bush two But when you can't keep a staff together and you don't know how to utilize your talent, and and you're running guys out the program that are on scholarship like his free agency, then you're not gonna win, and you'll never have a locker room. Remember, Did you show me that program. Show me that Michigan diploma. I want to make sure that you that you graduated from there. You know, because I just want, I want to make sure you were on that '97 team, right? You were. I saw you on that '97 team. You were out there, right? I quarterback that whole deal. <laughs> so, so Marcus, is it is it? So this is a here's a chicken and the egg question for all of those schools, the U and and USC and all these all these schools, man, these traditional powers. Does it go back to you got to win in the living room or is it you got to have the culture right so that you walk in the living room and say, hey, you're going to come to this? Which do you feel comes first if for, for any of those six that want to get back to where they want to get to? Mm. Uh, where does it start? I think you got to win with what you have now. So that's where Harbaugh messed up. He didn't win with what he had, so he didn't get anything else. So if you're a Michigan or a USC, wherever you are, let's just say a new coach, wherever that program is, when that change, when that guy comes in, if he can freak it and make some hay, some make some real hay, then uh, I think you can go to the living room with a little, with your chest out a little more, right? Like you can walk in there saying, "Yeah, we uh." You know, two years ago, we, we lost four games, but now we, we're the conference champion. You know, we actually got screwed. Like, th- that's what that's what James Franklin is recruiting on, that he went to the Rose Bowl and probably should have got in the playoff that year. But now that that magic is worn off, too. Mm-hmm. See, you, you have to keep it going. See, in college football now, see, back in the day, Michigan would go 8-4, and 8-4, and 8-4, and national championship. We still was getting number one recruits in the country. Those days are over. They're not coming off tradition. They're, they're, they're going off of what they saw in the last five years. Who are you? That's who you are to these kids. So that's the only way you're going to win in, in, in the living room. And they're going to check the draft. They're going to check the playoff. Yep. And then, you know, they don't mind. And so now with everything being so wide open, I can go to Clemson. If I don't play, then I'm definitely going to start when I transfer to uh, Iowa State. No doubt. Hey, I'm still – I'm just a guy that Iowa State couldn't get the first go round. Mm. Hey man, lots of lots of great stuff, man. We appreciate the love this last hour, and uh, hopefully we'll hook up with you again, and uh, hopefully we'll get Absolutely. the right guy here in Absolutely. Ann Arbor eventually. Anytime, fellas. Y'all, y'all Thank take you, care. Love with y'all. Peace out, Marcus. Marcus Ray, 1997 national champion with the Michigan Wolverines. One of a. Uh, the past 72 years, as he said, <laughs> one national championship, and they had to share it with Nebraska a couple of days after that. But that's it, bro. It is what it is, and uh, we didn't even get a chance to talk pro football. You no, know, we love man, talking Lions was, and uh, Packers. But, but this is a huge man. I mean, you think about this brand. I mean, this is a global brand, and it's it's, it's so down. It's as down as it's, it's been. It's so down. I'm so I, – I'm not watching it, buddy. I'm, I'm not watching it. 
for me to not watch Michigan, mm-hmm. I, I, they lost. They've lost me. I mean, don't get me back. I used to, I used to make jokes about people that were, uh, that were high school recruiting people. I get it now though, because if you win, if you're not winning in the in the living room, that's a yeah. wrap. I mean, you just heard it. That's a wrap. But you got to be on TV winning too. Winning the living Total. room gets you in the playoff, and yeah. that gets your guys to the draft. I mean, that it. Wow, man, and. I wish the Big Ten didn't play this year. That's how bad it's gotten for Michigan. Yeah. At least we would have had last year, which yeah. was was still bad, but not like this. Yeah. Too bad. Nonetheless, we move on. Everybody have a great weekend. Thanks to Kelsey and David B. behind the glass. Stevie Mac helping us put the show together. Thanks to Warren RV Storage. Make sure you give them a call. 586-977-2770. Store that RV. Get it out of your driveway. Clarence, you have a good weekend. You too, bro. I know you're very busy. Yeah. I'm Tom Mazaway. Thanks to everyone here at NRM Streamcast. Have a great weekend. Go Lions. Got to beat the pack.